to Levine Intervention, offering humor, perspective, and advice, answering questions you'd be too afraid to ask your mother. I always forget to pull the chair over before I start that part, because there's like lots of engineering to happen. There's like, there's, there's hands flying everywhere. So um, happy summer, happy end of summer. Um, I have an awesome, awesome, huge, almost Oprah-like guest in the studio today. I am super, super excited. Um, fighting a little cold, so I'm a little nasally, but full of spit and vinegar. So don't worry, we're going to get a whole big awesome sauce show for everybody today. <sighs> yes. So today's show is called Surrender to Success, and um, it's really amazing and fun to see how these shows keep elevating and going higher and being exactly what I need in my life. <laughs> And what I hope my listeners need. So um, this is kpiss.fm. It's 7 o'clock on Tuesday evening. If you're listening to some of my podcast on iTunes or on Mixcloud or on Levine Intervention, welcome. Grab a cocktail or a tea. Put your feet up and enjoy the ride. Um, as I said, today's topic is um, about surrendering to success. So I like to start with a couple facts and figures pulled by my rock star producer. I have been forgetting to give credit, by the way, which is ridiculous. So I just want to call out Elise Osborne, who has slid ever so effortlessly. Okay, I'm sorry, I just got distracted into my producer role <laughs> and is rocking it. Um, and she is really, really, really bringing this up to another level. Um, so Elise pulled some facts and figures for me um, for this episode. And um, the first one is, why is it so difficult to ask for help? This is from the New York Times, right? So um, I, I found these to be very intriguing and I think tapping into what we are all thinking. Um, so this article, which was published a little while ago um, in 2007, but um, you know that research stuff, it doesn't go, go away, it always makes sense. Um, it says that in a society largely based on helping yourself, just go to any bookstore or library and browse the voluminous self-help section. It may seem odd to promote the idea that we need to learn better ways to ask and ask for and receive assistance. It's true. There's like a whole library of self-help, but today's show is about getting help, receiving help. And um, further in this article, it says there's a tendency to act as if it's a deficiency to ask for help. There's an understandable fear that if you let your guard down, you'll get hurt or that this information, you don't know how um, it will be used against you. I mean, especially in New York City, right? Like, yeah, we tend to be a little bit tough and tumble here. But um, those are some facts and figures. Well, really more some quotes. We couldn't, like, there was no, like, pulling numbers, like how many people ask for help every day. <laughs> um, so we're going to get right into it. Um, Levine Intervention, Surrender to Success, Elaine Fluker, welcome Hello. to the show. Thank you. I'm so 
excited to be here. Thank you for having me. You are cool totally location. adorable. Isn't this amazing? I love it. She's I like, love I love it. Punk Alley. Love I love K-Piss. Exactly. What right? can I do to be here? I'm all up in it. Aww. Well, it. we have to get you connected me. if you want to have your own show here, too, possibly. Mm. Hmm. I see. Not Ask putting any pressure on. <laughs> Say what you want. There you go. So um, tell us a little bit about yourself, if somebody hasn't seen your website or know who you are and, and what you do. Yes, thank you. Again, thank you so much for having yeah. me. I'm so excited to be yeah. here. Um, my website is elainefluker.com. That's my name. And I've worked in media for mm, 20 plus years now, um, from digital magazines, done some radio and some other things. So media is my thing, really passionate about it. But in the past few years, and one of the reasons I'm here to talk to you, I really become, well, I've been an entrepreneur now for the past, I would say four or five years. And it's been a wonderful journey, but as a solopreneur, even though I work with other contractors, I've been experiencing myself and also talking to other women about the issue that we create ourselves. It's not really an issue. It's something that we create ourselves of asking for support. And last year, I think it was uh, summer 2015, I attended this workshop called Momentum, which we can talk about more. Um, but one of the things that I noticed within that group, it's you know, all these leaders and fantastic people. It's like a personal development workshop and all kinds of things you go through through this process. I mean, activists, people who lead thousands of people the hardest things for us to ask for most of us were two things love and support Aww. i mean like shaking wait are we supposed to, to be asking for love yeah yes of course oh. ways, yeah of course oh, or light bulb that, moment for me yeah asking for it yeah asking or just even admitting that you want it or that it's something yeah. necessary in your life you know i know i'll speak for myself as a woman in new york especially yeah. you get into this hustle and whatever this thing is that new yorkers <laughs> that we have yeah. i'm a native new yorker so it's just it's a crazy little thing but um you forget sometimes about the relationship piece unless it's something that you truly focus on meaning so in that way talking about love and right. relationships so that kind of thing. So I started after that going through that process and then talking to other women about the challenge of asking for support because what you mentioned in your statistics of just this idea that it makes you look weak or there's something wrong right. with you if you do that. And I came up with this idea that, okay, support is sexy. I'm gonna start viewing support as sexy. And whenever I said it to other women, they would sort of light up, like just right. the face you just made of yeah. because it's sort of like, oh, Oh, support well, okay. I saw your website, girl. It is no joke. It is uh, super, super sexy uh, and cool and easy to read, and it, it pulls you in. So Aww. it automatically made me say, yeah, there's definitely something sexy going on here. <laughs> Good. So that's sort of been where I've been, and I started a podcast called Support is Sexy and a community around it, but it really is something that, one, I it helps me personally, even though yeah. it's something I still yeah. struggle with. But, um, yeah, so that's just So what's your podcast the format? It's called Support is Sexy. It's five days a week, and I interview... What? Yes. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You do this five days a week? Five days a week, girl. It's crazy. That's... Do you have a producer? No. I'm doing it all myself. Oh, my I'm God. I'm looking at producer booking doing the post, writing the content on the website. But see, th but this is wow. why I'm here. Good for you. Well, yeah. not good for me, though. Right. Because I'm like yeah. half asleep right now. My heart is like <laughs> palpitating thinking about doing this. I can barely do this two times a month I <laughs> with help, with help, honestly. And uh, because there's so much. Right. OK. All right. All right. All right. All right. I mean? I'm caught it's up. Sort of like, yeah. but, then, but isn't the yeah. first response though like, wow, that's great. And it's sort of me like, yeah, that's great. And then I'm like, I'm about to fall asleep any second now. Well, I you know what it takes to produce this stuff. Yeah, right so and make it happen exactly so i interview women entrepreneurs lead i'd love to have you on the show actually we'll talk about
about that. Oh, what? But we interview uh, um, women me? entrepreneurs yeah. and leaders and creatives in five days a week to share their stories about their journeys as entrepreneurs, but also their support network and how support has shown up in there. So it's this whole idea of that, but five days a week, Monday through Tell Friday. us where people can find it. Yes, supportedsexypodcast.com. Okay. Yes. And just curious. Yeah. Do you have a setup at your place yes. where people come? No, I do it all via Skype. It's okay. I've, I've interviewed people in California. I've interviewed people in their right. pajamas, wherever sure. they are. Yeah, so this way I can do it with anyone from everywhere. That was a thing for me. One of the things that I heard, I don't know if you listen to Tim Ferriss's podcast, but you may know Tim sure. Ferriss, the writer, and all those things. And one of the things I heard him mention on another show is when he was thinking about doing his podcast. Don't the, travel. Or the, the, yeah. that. And the thing he asked himself yeah. was, what would this look like if it were easy? Which is another question I've started asking myself about. Every, he was talking about podcasts as far as editing and things, but overall, I started saying that to myself too when I want to do a new venture or whatever it is. What would this look like if it were easy? Because I can always go the hard way. You know, that's first mine. Like, this is, let's do the impossible thing so it feels really good and people tell you how fantastic you are. But okay, if it's easy, I can do it from home. People can be wherever they are. People don't, you know, I talk to a lot of people who are used to the first question every woman asks Do I have to get my makeup done? Right. Because well they want to. to yeah they want to <laughs> and then they're used to you know these are tv people or whatever so it was really looking at the way it's easy now that's easy but me doing everything myself is not well yeah okay first of all i just want to back up for a second and just say out loud that my new year's resolution what is everything is easy everything so is that's easy. interesting i'm so glad to hear that little tidbit for tim ferris um so that's cool. I really believe in that. What made you think that? What made you decide um, to make that a thing? Because the struggle is real, girl. Yeah. Right? The yeah. struggle is real. Yeah. I am, I, yeah. Um, and for me, coming here is easy, right? As I was starting to tell you before we went on the air live, I used to rent microphones, pay an engineer, get a whole soundboard, you know, get it edited down. Mm -hmm. um, I would have different songs going throughout it. Like it was a whole process, which I love because for me that that was an easy production because I produce TV shows which take months and months and months and months and months to do. But one of the many reasons I wanted to be here was because the setup's here. Right. So even though I, I kick my steering wheel every time I drive here, <laughs> it's so much easier right. to have a setup here and it's a really cool station and the station owner is amazing and you know we're doing cool stuff so um i do i believe strongly in that Figuring concept the that, way to make it yeah and it yeah it like could be easier easy. for me too right like i was telling you i live in tribeca but i'm in brooklyn you know and she's like well everybody else is from brooklyn and I'm, well i never go with the flow mm -hmm. but so there's <laughs> that yeah but still you've made it easier for yourself and who yeah. knows a little bit further down the line you might make it even easier but at least starting for me starting from that place has really been helpful as opposed to where i've done other businesses i launched a website and it was like a tele almost like tv but it was all video and i was used to doing these having been in media these large scale productions right. well it was self funded so i ended up spending a fortune Trying to produce yes. it as opposed to looking at what would this look like if this were easy, which is what I've started doing now. You and I have like very similar paths. It's funny. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's like the um, the uh, music festival that I held in my backyard in 2008 hmm. to raise money for Hurricane Katrina victims. But I ended up spending as much as I raised. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. You didn't so start I was from like, well, I guess place, I just right? spent it. And then the money can be donated. There was no easy place there. Right. We have to find our easy place. Right. But we've learned. So, OK, so so you have a podcast five days a week, which 
I mean, that is like Howard Stern amount of material. It's Oprah level. I love to yeah. talk about Oprah like. Right? Trying to be on the way. Yeah, you are on the way. What else are so how long does that take you to do the podcast? Each episode or overall? Just, yeah, like a week. Uh, a week, I would say it's at least 20 hours a week. Okay. It takes a significant amount of time okay. just because it's, and that's counting everything from initial email to the guest to say, hey, I'd love for you to be on the show to the final copy and social media. So like now, for example, I'm speaking to someone that I've worked with before who's hopefully will be the booking producer. And then I know um, Connie, who was on the show. Actually, yeah, yeah. she and I talked about, she has a, a friend or someone she knows who does production for podcasts. So I'm starting to look at the pieces. Um, I've done 40-something episodes so far. Okay. So, you know, I've done plenty myself. I so get it. So it's pretty it. new, actually. So yeah, that's only July two 4th. months old. Okay. July 4th. Okay, great. Yep, Congratulations. July 4th. Thank you. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, so do you have a job? I, well, You're an I entrepreneur, in, so I'm, I'm guessing entre- no, you don't right, go to work. Right, not a full-time okay. job, but okay. I've worked with uh, consulting several different companies. The most recent, for example, was Huffington Post, which ended cool. actually just before or just after the 4th of July. And um, I actually talked to them about doing something long, longer yeah. term with them. They were looking for something full-time, and I really wanted to give this a shot, which was very scary. You know, to yeah. say, oh, no, I'm not going to take that right now. Cause I, and I loved working with the people that I worked with there, yeah. and, you know, it was really great. is a really great team. Um, but I just wanted to really give this a try and see how it goes. So in, in between, I still consult other people. And actually, I'm launching a coaching program around Support is Sexy uh, September 15th, which people can go to elainefluker.com slash free to find out more. Awesome. Yeah. So you're building a coaching program. You're hosting a podcast. You're consulting. What else is in Elaine's week? What else is in my week? Wow, that's a pretty full week. Those are the things I primarily yeah. do in creating um, content for people. So Chic Rebellion, C-H-I-C, rebellionmedia.com is another website that I have um, that's really focused on creating. It's a multimedia content agency that creates content for businesses and brands that really want to connect with uh, multicultural women because I have a background okay. of working in general market media, but also niche publications as well. So I've been at Huffington Post, but I've also been at Essence, and I've been at Martha Stewart, but I've also been at Latina. So, yeah. you know, I have this background of experience. I think that's a thing for a lot of us now today as women, as entrepreneurs, as creatives, looking at what's the experience, especially once you have a few years in the game, right? Yeah, yeah. What's the experience that I have, and how can I package this to yes. offer this in different yeah. ways to people? One, the things that are important to me, like support is sexy, yeah. and then the other things are just skills that I have that I still enjoy doing, you know? So it's, it's, that's the reason why it's a combination of things for me right now, which is a happy place. But it's not, nothing's easy, but we're trying to find that space. What would it look like if it were easy? So explain um, where you're coming from with this support piece for you. Mm-hmm. Like what, um, what's your personality? You know, are you, yeah. are you, you don't seem type A per se. I don't know. Um, it's, I'm, I mean, Where does the, you have to carry the whole world on your shoulders thing come from? I'll tell you, that's a great, great question. I think, this is what I think it's from, my own psychoanalysis. When I was younger, my parents, I loved them to death. Everybody who knows me knows I adore them. They're lovely people. They're in their 80s, but perfectly Aww. healthy, which is great. Uh, but growing up in my household, in, I grew up in Long Island, and um, a lot of people in my family came through our house, so meaning it was, it was if you know, someone had an abusive husband or mm-hmm. there was some drug addiction problem or it was always, I mean, it's life. Everyone has that. Mm-hmm. But my parents being the oldest of our family, especially once my grandparents passed, they were the place, our house was a place where people sort of came in and out of through that flow. So I think for me, I perceived needing support as being in a state of crisis. 
Wow. You know, I, I, I yeah. honestly, when I look back to say, where did this idea come from? Which isn't, of course, a fault. I mean, they were, they're generous, right. loving. They still, I mean, to this day, they support me and everybody. Anyone has a problem, they come to wherever my parents are because But they tip they the are. scales a little bit, right? Like, like, like they're, it sounds like with generosity, they wanted to provide a place, for, a soft place for people to fall right. and they would be the first call if somebody was having uh, a very big problem. Right, exactly. Right. And, 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 and I observed also on the other end of that, them not asking for or accepting right. support when they did need it. They still struggle even to do that now. It's very much, a, oh, no, we'll be okay. It's like, well, no, no, you need, you need help right. with this. You know, I always tell people, I laugh every time I go, they live in Atlanta now. When I go visit them, my dad is, you know, he's actually just celebrated a birthday the other day. He's 87 Aww, now. Happy birthday. But I bring, uh, thank you for him. I bring home my big suitcase, you know, coming from New York with all this stuff, and he still wants to carry it up the stairs Aww. because it's just what he does. As a man, I'm like, Dad, you let him, barely, right? I help him. I let him think you he's doing it. You gotta let your dad yeah, carry you the suitcase. Exactly. That's the one thing, right? That's they the have thing. support. It's helpful like, men. Exactly. It's a southern right. thing. They're from Alabama. That's what Aww. they do. But um, but yeah. So I think to answer your question, I think that's where it started. And I'm, and also your other question. I think I'm a very compassionate person. I'm yeah. Very loving. I enjoy. I've always loved supporting people. It's just naturally who I am. It's just now become a thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, but it's it, it has always been though tough for me to even admit that even to even realize it's not even admitting it mm-hmm. to even realize that I need support, which is what that program that I went through really showed me how once you open yourself up to it, so much of it comes into your life in oh, ways yeah. that you can't even imagine. I always tell people you can't script how it'll show up for you. It's so true. Yeah, like this place, I'm sure it was you. Sh- you weren't sitting down doing your podcast in Tribeca or right. whatever, saying, "But in a few months, I'm going to find this really cute place in Bushwick right. that's going to be perfect." You know what I mean? Right. So well, it's the it's the you don't have to figure out the how. Yes, I say that too. Right, I you don't have to figure that. out the let how. Let go of the yeah, how. Yeah, let go of the how. Just know, I just know that I want to have an international podcast that's hugely successful and gets syndicated, bought by a brand. There you go. Right. So that's where, and this is the first step to my TV talk show. There you go. So I don't know how that's going to unfold. And how could you know? But yeah. it doesn't matter. And it could be now or in 20 years. You know, it's not, I'm not, it's, there's no expectation on it. Right. It's and you just, just take that the it's step, happening. What's the best next yeah. move, right? Yeah. So do you believe in angels? I do. I believe in angels and spirits and guidance from something, a higher power than myself. And do you ever talk to them? Yes, I do. What do you ask them I for? Ju- I, um, I less than talk to them. I journal a lot. And okay. it always it's always me as if I'm talking to another person, being energy or whatever that is. Um, I usually what I ask for the most is clarity around mm. things, which on one hand is good. But on the other side, it's that part of me that wants to figure whatever it is out. What should I be doing? What should right. I be doing? What should I be doing? So I do. I journal. I mean, I've been journaling since, since I'm 16. Yeah. And I still have them. Actually. Do you write like Dear Angel or whatever in your journal? No, I usually oh, okay. just start out just you know start writing whatever's going on and then i usually i usually end it actually with saying thy will be done so this way i know oh, to I like sort of that. release nice. it and say you know whatever will be will be nice. this is what's supposed to happen but this is what i'm hoping this is what i'm going through this is what i want i'm try to be clear because they say you're yeah. supposed to state what you want to create and that kind of thing so i do i don't hold back there so do they help you i think so i think a lot of i mean it has to be grace yeah. mercy and grace what is grace is getting the things that you don't no, 
Mercy is not getting the things you do deserve. Grace is getting the things you don't deserve. So I've had a little bit of little bit of both, you know. Oh, mercy, mercy, mercy. me. <laughs> so my angels are grace and mercy, and they have definitely Oh, that's really been, cool. Yeah, I like yeah, that. They I definitely like that. have given me some a little bit of both along the journey. So what's an area of your life that you feel overwhelmed? Because you're, you know, you're here and you're, you're mellow or like, where do you feel like you're playing small? Hmm. I feel like I, I still, even with all the things that I'm creating, to be honest, it's a great question that I'm creating. I still feel like I'm playing small and I don't know if that's, um, if that's ego, like I need to be bigger kind of a feeling is coming from that or if it really is me doing all of these things to keep busy but not really playing at a big scale it's um i have trouble mm -hmm. being seen or, mm -hmm. or you know i'm good at like Talk you said i have a nice, nice website and all these things and i can certainly create something to be seen but then being seen sort of makes me uncomfortable I don't know why. What I do just, you mean by being seen exactly? Like seen, like you can't imagine yourself on a stage or do you mean actually like, like this, like one-on-one -on -one being like, cause, being cause you're being exposed right now. Right. Is, right. That, is that uncomfortable? No, this isn't uncomfortable. I guess it's this idea of, uh, it's a feeling of not knowing if I'm quote unquote ready to do the things that I want to do. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's more of what it is. It's cause once I, when I do interview, hopefully you think this is going well, but when I do yeah. interviews on stage or talks, or I've been on TV and E and entertainment, all these other things, I'm pretty good at it. I feel comfortable doing it. I can take myself out of my own body actually and do whatever I need to do in that moment. So that's not the part that's uncomfortable. It's more the well, who am I to be doing that? Am I ready to do this? Even with launching Support is Sexy, it was something that was in my mind for a long time and I was thinking about for a long time or creating the program that I talked about, something I've been thinking about for a long time. And I think that's okay to a point because you want to mull it over and see how the idea evolves. But then at what point do I say, okay, this needs to be seen. I have to release this to the world. So that's something that I am constantly pushing myself not to, to expand and to be able to do that and not to be constricted when you're um getting on stage or you're going to e is it like i have a two-part question one how do you book that mm -hmm. if you're not ready like in theory and then is it afterwards do you think like i what what are the thoughts about because you were just seen right right mm -hmm. so how do those bookend i think well for most of the most of the, I'm trying to think, most of the appearances that I've done have been for something. So mm -hmm. it would be, it wouldn't be me necessarily saying, hey, I need to get booked on, you know, whatever. It's usually things like that'll come to me through someone referred me or conversation. That's another thing that's an interesting. Wait, like what? Like um, I Because you do on camera. You're a host? I've done on camera. Yeah. So for example, years ago, I did the Today Show. Okay. And it was creating a fashion segment for uh, women's clothes under $100 or women's outfits under $100. But it was during yeah, time I was working. Yeah, and you look so cute, by oh, the way. She has like red yeah, lipstick, red nails, super cute. Yay. Yeah. And Chuck's. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but it was with iVillage. You know what I uh -huh. mean? So it was through them. It wasn't like I went to the Today Show and booked this thing. Or um, I've done, say, when I was at Essence, I did segments on CNN when Halle Berry won an Oscar. Or, you know, it always was around something like that connected to something. I mean, so yeah. You different. know, you just go on the Today Show or I go know, interview Halle CNN, Berry. You know, exactly. yeah, totally. Run of the mill, whatever. No, yeah. <laughs> 
That's why it's this is why I'm here. You have to help me. Yeah, no, no those sense. are huge things. There's no logic. So I do it and I feel fine doing it. And I know all the tricks before. I know you know this. Go on camera, you jump up and yeah. down, get the energy going. Right. You do it and then right. after but then it's like, Oh, but am I ready to be am I, you know, was I deserving to do that? Was I ready to do do I need to do these other things before I go? So after you interview Halle Berry, <laughs> you say, Was I ready? <laughs> yeah. No, after you, I think it's more, I think it's less those things and more the things that I want to create. I know, but I want to back up to those because I'm, I'm, I'm making a, I do want to, I'm making a point here. Mm -hmm. So why would you, it, why would the Today Show believe in you? Hmm. And E yeah. believe in you and I Village believe in you. So all big, pretty big brands. Right. Maybe. Why would they see you and then other people wouldn't? Right. That's a good question. And I've never asked it. But that is a question that I will have to ask myself. Or why? I think it's it's never been anyone else's problem seeing me. It's always been my own. Right. 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 Yeah. Fear of success. Fear. So, Maybe it's fear of success. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh. Because, Elaine, then you have to, you know... Stay skinny, stay cute, be young, be smart, stay ahead of the pack. Don't piss anyone off. Right. All these things. No, that's not true. Mm. You know, like I think that's the old paradigm. And, right. And I'm not saying that that's what you're saying, but I think in general, a fear of success is then having to keep it going. Right. You know, you and stay up. It's exhausting. Right. Thinking right. about it. Like once you're successful, then you have to you know, Angelina Jolie, then you have to marry Brad Pitt, then you have to adopt a baby, then you have to adopt <laughs> another baby, then you have to direct a, a film, and then you have to own your own production company, and then you have to lose more weight, and it's like, <gasps> right, right, but we know it doesn't have to be that way, there's careers you can have where you step in and step out if you want, if you want to, if that's the fear of success, I mean, we have to get to what potentially your fear of the success would be, but like we know that all these old paradigms of getting up, staying up, being perfect, right, don't have to exist anymore. I think you. That's such a. I mean, that's a great point. I'm gonna have to meditate on that tonight. But I think also um, to your point about it not being what it used to be, like even the way people look on TV now, yes. or the way people have yes. to be on TV. You know, you've done television production. You know, it's just it's it hasn't changed completely, or it's not as. Uh, inclusive as it could be but it certainly has changed so everyone doesn't look the same so that isn't even the issue it's just my own hang-ups I don't know yeah it's something to think about I like know, what if that block were gone and because you're already on a hugely successful trail I have a secret for you yes I looked at your website yes and I was like oh my god this girl is coming on my podcast no, you weren't. I swear to you. I said, she is a big deal. <laughs> no, you were not. I swear to you. I said, oh, my God. Am I going to have to, like, take a shower before <laughs> I go and, like, put my red heels on and put on a red show up? <laughs> well, I didn't do that. But I got nervous. Oh, no. You I didn't. was like, she is up there. Yes. Wow. See, yes. Well, you saw something. Yes, I see it. I see it. Mm. And I think other people see it. Thank you for sharing that. And you are not allowed to waste one more second not thinking that. 
it's over. Anymore. Over. As of today. It's over. Yes. Yeah. Punk Alley. Over. Punk Alley. I'm leaving it in Punk Alley. It's over. Leave it in Punk Alley. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, this is so good. (laughs) I do this in my spin class too, right? Because it's so dark in there. It's so loud. Everybody's sweating and huffing and puffing. I'm like, leave it on the floor. (laughs) So we're going to leave it in Punk Alley. I mean, it is a cool studio, but it's a little bit stinky out there. So I don't think that they'll notice if your if your <laughs> if your if your theoretical there. shit is on the floor <laughs> exactly. out there. I love it. I'm gonna leave it in punk. I will forever remember this now. Punk alley, right, punk alley. Right. That, I love it. You're right, though. And then, like you said, to think of what could be possible if that blockage was out of the way. Because other than, I mean, other than this conversation, you know, I'd rarely talk about it or acknowledge it or that. It's of just course. One of those things yes, you just thank you, by the way. With, uh, yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> one of those things you just live with and have there and know, yeah. this is a thing. I don't know how to get rid of this thing. But, but I would do whatever it is anyway. Today show, I village, right. whatever. But it's still... Was well, since you meditate, will you consider meditating on clearing the block or already being cleared mm. and already being successful and just sucking in tell me how to do that because um, i meditate i do about 10 minutes every day sometimes yeah, longer enough, depending right? on yeah <laughs> depending on i know some people do an hour i don't my monkey oh, brain goes girl, crazy no. I know. yeah no 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 but right what is, is it just thinking of i know some people have said something like think of something drifting up I guess down the river to you and then the idea or the the answer that you need will sort of come just this idea of flow but I don't know what do you suggest okay so I think there's two routes one is you can record yourself a message mm. and listen to it every day mm-hmm. I am Oprah I run my own talk show I am building my own studio, whatever it is, right. the I am's, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and just own it and just listen to it. It could be a minute or two minutes. And just before you listen to it, just take a super deep breath, you know, and clear out the space. Right. Um, I tend to, like, breathe in, like, a, an orange color, I, I honestly I don't know the why that is. It's just it's powerful and clearing. All the colors I think. on my website are orange because of that <laughs> dark sienna. Yes, isn't that the, funny? Uh, yes, we're connected. Okay, well there you go. There you go. So just breathe that in and then breathe it out and li- and you can listen to whatever you record. Um, find a spot where you can do that mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be a big deal, right? It's easy, Lane. Right? It's just like it's just easy. Just Think of what you want. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you know, we both know this. Success isn't always about acquiring things and actual oh, no. success, right? So right. it's about intimacy, human connection, you know, um, forgiveness, gratitude. It's all those things. Right. So put that in there, too. Mm-hmm. And then just, just listen to it. I love that. Um, just sit, yeah. sit still, have some stillness, listen to it during that time. Yeah. I and make it. it short and easy. You can even listen to it on the subway or, like, when you're walking and just make it your own it's your own it's a gift to yourself every day right i've done i've done recordings before and listened to it but i've never done it during meditation yeah i think that's a that'll be powerful and then doing the things that you said like breathing it in thinking yeah. of color and then saying all the things to release i like that that's good support <gasps> oh yeah so excited for we you love it. thank you that's good do you want to say what some of the things are because we can always like write it now i can take notes for you or something i love it you know 
I would, one of the things for sure would be, it's so funny what you posted earlier about the Oprah-like kind mm -hmm. of thing, because I've, I've always said things like, I want to be the Oprah of digital. Okay. You know, of digital media and having yeah. online and radio and that kind of, or podcasts and that kind of, so that would be one of the things. Um, we talked about love. Relationship would be another thing that I'd have to put in there. What? The Specify. Specify. A loving, committed, passionate relationship. I'm, I did, man or woman? Man. Okay. Uh, hold on. Do you want to get married? I'm not, I, I can't type that quickly. I got to get a picture. You okay. Type yeah. Look. She got support. I'm typing for you on the podcast. <laughs> exactly. I'm doing a radio show and I'm not exactly. talking because I'm typing. <laughs> exactly. I love it. <laughs> okay. I love the um, support. Uh, yeah, you pull it in, right? Yeah. That's funny. It's funny. I do just want to help you, actually. Really? Is it because yes. I'm pitiful or because you want to support me? Is that what you think? Is no, that a real just, question? No, just, <laughs> Is it like a teeny bit real, though? <laughs> just a teeny bit? It might be a teeny bit. You're like, Isn't that so interesting? No. Isn't that interesting? I know, but okay. Just a teeny bit. Maybe a teeny but, okay, here's a question. What if you were pitiful? Right. And what if I were pitiful and just needed the support? There you go. Maybe you're pitiful. Maybe I'm pitiful. <laughs> I need to embrace that. You know? That's the thing. <laughs> That's the reality. Oh, I got so nagged this weekend. Snagged this weekend. I went away with two friends. Well, I went away with a friend. Okay, well, I can't get into the story. Something happened this weekend, and <laughs> one of my friends said... Face it, Abby, you're picky. And I was like, no, no, I am not picky. Like, right. we're talking about food and cooking, and it's true. I like certain cuts of meat. I like to slice them a certain way. It's a whole thing. And I, like, 48 hours later, I was finally like, oh, fine, I'm picky. Right. <laughs> you know, like, wild free spirit of right. me, like, doesn't want to admit that I'm, I'm actually picky. super picky. So, so what? So I'm picky. So I own it. So, I think you might need to own that you're pitiful <laughs> because here's the deal. Also, it's funny, right? It's a worst case scenario. Like, obviously you're not pitiful, but even if you were pitiful and that's why I was helping you right now by typing out your love interest. I know. So obviously it's not pity. <laughs> what, what would be wrong with that? Right. Like just break that down. Nothing. What would be wrong if you were pitiful? Nothing. It would be, especially if I were pitiful and you were supporting me because it would be right. what I need in this moment, which is what, the thing about support it's what you need in that moment it's not something that makes you pitiful or makes you <coughs> too vulnerable or weak or anything like that which is some of the things that we all think i'm about to have a coughing fit uh-oh <laughs> she's about to have a coughing fit it's the typing it's the the talking it's the everything pat i'm back it's this damn sore throat for the weekend. Okay, wait, yeah, hold but on. No, but I that's, I think that's, um, but I think to your point, it's, if, if, it, if that were the case of pitiful or not or whatever it is, it's what, what do you need in that moment? And support is what you need in that moment. Or even this conversation is supportive to me. Being on the podcast, obviously, or the radio is great, but also it's supportive to me to have this conversation and to connect with you about what could be the things and how can this, you know, be better or different or easy. And it's super beautiful that you're doing a whole podcast around support is sexy. Like that is, it's so, such a good niche, yeah. you know, because we're, uh, because in theory support is like what the maid does. Right. Mm. Or it's not. Or what people who are to your point, the pitiful thing, pitiful. right? Like I talked about family or people that I thought, Oh, it's always some kind of crisis. So they need support as opposed to. 
I'm just saw a whole branding campaign about like Uh-oh. like the funniness of pitiful. Yeah. You know, like actually just owning it. Like I am pitiful. You know, like yeah. in a, if there was like some sort of humorous way to. Well, like people do own it. So funny. Someone I can't remember what. Oh, I was trying to do a podcast interview and the person couldn't figure out Skype and she just sent me a message like I'm a mess. Right. So it's sort of we right. we own our and messiness. And what did that do? It made me laugh. Right. Yeah, we right. both laughed about it. She figured it out eventually. It's just like, but we own our our messiness, but not that other part of ourselves. Totally. And that's yeah. what that's that's what makes us human too, right? Like mm-hmm. do you want a perfect robot in somebody? No. You know, like when you're dealing with somebody, do you want somebody who is way has super high standards and that you can't meet, right? Mhm. No. You know what's funny on the on the podcast, the first um I guess it was the first seven episodes the women I interviewed I asked them a certain question about support and people in their lives who supported them that they wanted to thank five of the seven started crying <gasps> during oh. the podcast the first few I know and I really was one I was like okay I'm on to something here yeah you know what I mean like this is something but also it was just interesting to me because a lot of them afterwards said to me I haven't had a space, you know, especially in media, because most of them are media people in some way or another, where I could really share that or be that vulnerable or be able to thank a person that supported me or thought, even thought about, because we kind of go over their life from childhood to their business and all the things they're creating and really thinking about the ways people have shown up to support them and how much it has meant to them. So I say all that to say it's interesting that being vulnerable actually makes people open up in ways that they never did before. And it's what a lot of people who are listeners say that they relate to the most about the podcast when people are talking about their flaws and the messiness and the pitifulness at times or the mistakes, the quote unquote failures or lessons. So, yeah. Yeah. Because if you're perfect, you you can't you're not relatable. Right. There's no magic in perfection. No, that's a good quote. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true, right? Yeah. There's no work to do in there. There's no, no wiggle room. Right. What can you mm. can't that's create a good anything quote. there? Thanks. It's so true. There's no magic imperfection. Right. Yeah. And but yet we're in we're we're uh ingrained to think that Constantly we need pursuing. to be perfect. Right. Right? It's so bizarre. Right. And but then it's what is perfect? What what is the standard that we're all living up to? It's it's still it's different for everyone. There's no one perfect woman or one per even everyone right. everyone can't agree on what that is. But we're all pursuing this sort of elusive ideal. What okay, so wait a minute, we're in the middle of making your list. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. So I'm sorry, the coffee so fit the is man. over. The coffee fit um, is over. Relationship, love, committed. I wrote relationship, Passionate. love, loving, right. committed, relationship. Passionate. So I'm clearly not a good um, note taker <laughs> while have I'm to on edit air. That when Abby yeah. Says it to me. yeah. Passionate. Passionate. Okay. Yeah, gotta have the passion and fun. Um, the Oprah of digital. Mm-hmm. And then being able to travel and have different experiences that's something that I've done a little bit but I, that's really something that I will put on this recording and meditate on I'm very much where do you want to go I want to go to Bali I've never been to Bali I want to go to Australia I want to go to India South Africa you don't have to type all that oh but I'm on it <laughs> these I can do quickly right um for some reason Tokyo so many places just travel and explore and be able to experience other cultures, people, places. It's one of the reasons that I wanted to create a business like I'm creating with yeah. the podcast and that because a couple yeah. of weeks ago, speaking of support, I wasn't, my friends and I planned this annual trip to Martha's Vineyard. We go every August. It's a big thing. We've been Beautiful. doing it for three years. So much fun. All the kids go because friends have kids fun. and all that stuff because they live outside of New York. 
um, so they can do that. So um, <laughs> we, uh, we all go, have a good time. And I wasn't going to go this year because I was thinking, no, I'm focused on this podcast. I told my friends, we've already planned it. It's already paid for, and I still wasn't going to go. And they were all like, uh, why wouldn't you? Yeah, why wouldn't you go? This is actually, this could support what you want to do is what they actually said to me. Like, this could be the space. You don't have to go and not work. Because I was thinking, we're going to be too busy. I'm never going to have time to do the show. I need to hunker down in my, you know, two-bedroom right. apartment in Brooklyn. And just, I had this whole, I'm going to, quote, unquote, sacrifice thing, right? Because right? that's what we do. Right. They were all like, you're stupid. The struggle do is that. real. Yeah, the struggle why is real. Why have fun? Right. Why have fun? Why travel and do your job? I know. And I got to <laughs> tell you, it was the best thing, not only because it gave me getting out of New York, being we literally are across the street from the beach where we stay every year, but then also <sighs> I recorded the podcast. Can I come? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Next August. Uh, reported the podcast from the beach. Of like course. I did it, yeah. And I was, I did the whole thing. That's about, your whole dream. It's right, that you can thing. do it everywhere, and you're Standing like, no, way. And you're like, in no, way. no, it's not possible. <laughs> That's not gonna. They were like, but why wouldn't you? They couldn't understand it because it didn't make sense. But sometimes you need. But that's an example of when that support needs to show up to you when you don't even know that you need it. So how did you get there? Did somebody set you straight? I had a few friends who called and like cursed me out. Like, are you? I won't even say. You know right. what I mean? It just was like, what are you? What are you talking about? I mean, it was loving. Right. So those kind of friends who can curse you out in a loving way. Yeah. But it was sort of like, it's already paid for. Why are you going to do that? Why are you, you know, doing this whole martyr thing? If I have to stay here and do, you can do it from there. Isn't that the whole point of this business? You know, they're all. Um, it was it was quite interesting. But I finally was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And then honestly, once I said okay, it was such a release. And then I think this is the year I had the most fun. Because I was like, I'm here. I'm yeah. just going to do any issues or cool. problems or whatever. They're still going to be there whether I'm here cool. or in Martha's Vineyard. So, And you're really doing something that you love from somewhere that you love being surrounded by people that you love. Right? Win, 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 win. It's all a win. I know. So how did the podcast go while you were there? It was fantastic. It's been one of my most popular episodes that <laughs> recorded when I talk. I of course, because you were the, in your pleasure. Yes. And I talked about the importance of breathing space is what I called it, giving yourself breathing space, but also your business. Because I needed to, that was the first time I was able to see the business, the possibility of what I was trying to create. You know what I right. mean? Because I can do it, of course, from in my home studio in Brooklyn. Right. But can I really do it on the grass in Martha's Vineyard across from the beach? Yes. Now, why wouldn't you in your head? Why wouldn't you like originally? It felt like a, why wouldn't I do it? Yeah. Why wouldn't I believe I could? And you're originally when you said, no, I can't do this. Yeah. It didn't seem, I couldn't, I can only see it as a far off vision. I couldn't see it as something Uh, I could do right now. That whole going back to, am I ready? Am uh, I ready thing? Right. uh, so that's one of those examples I could see. Interesting. Down the line, this is what I'm creating. They're like, no, you did it. You're creating already. it today. Like, yeah. let's try it now. And I did it from there. And I was supposed to do an interview. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to record one from the grass and see how. And that's another thing, too. I talked about not being afraid to break shit. Kind of curse. Break oh, stuff. fuck yeah. yeah. You can curse. <laughs> that's just one thing. But I talked about that, too, because the, the whole perfection thing. We're so I used forget to, to tell people it. that. Yeah, I don't curse that much. <laughs> At the but, beginning. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, we want things to be perfect, but you Girl, can't Girl, I got a 37-year-old virgin laid on this show. So you know we had to talk about some swears and you stuff. You did? Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. You got to listen to first-time sex. Oh. That was one of my favorites. Was she holding off? He or she? She. Holding off for a reason? She was She was brought up um, Mormon. Oh, right. Yeah. So how did you get her laid? You have Come to listen. Oh, my God. It was Talk really about support. Fun. I know. Yikes. She then, well, all right, I'll tell you. She then married the guy. 
after she had sex with him, right? But that's different. And the, but they fell in love. Right. I know. Right. Oh, I know. And she brought him on the you. show. She brought him on the follow up show. You definitely got an angel for that. Isn't if you that did, fun? If you don't believe in him, you still have one. I know. Oh my gosh, that's great. I know. I love it. I know. Thank you. Sorry. So okay. So. So you had so the shit was good on the in the grass. Yes. And- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was mighty good in the grass. And I was talking about not being afraid to break things. Like you just yeah. have to know that right. if it doesn't whatever. It's just it's gonna be fine. You have to be able to do because that. Because also in order you're to not grow. live, right? Like for instance, oh you release them every day though. So you do have to record them every single day, right? right. My plan is right. to get and which is why I want support around it, is to get ahead. Because right now it's so close I feel like I'm so close to the ledge with it. Like if I miss a day or have a sore throat or something right. you're going to miss an episode which won't be the end of the world but I haven't missed one so far so the idea is to get ahead with them but this was something that was um, you know I recorded it that day and I posted it like that afternoon because I decided that so day how to many do are it. you what's the plan to do these for a year or six months I or I have an end goal in mind as far as the number of mm-hmm. them I do have a goal of wanting to continue to expand this idea of support that's really what it is it's around the whole supported sexy program and things yeah. that I'm creating that's really why I wanted to do the podcast and for myself is also and it's been supporting me to be able to interview all these fantastic women cool. you know so yeah. there's always the benefit of that too and be able to ask them all the questions i want to know about yes. my own business yeah and totally how to help people so <laughs> i don't see an end in mind for that and uh and who knows you know like you mentioned there's i hope to be able to partner with a a network or something mm-hmm. in order to produce the podcast and looking for a great home for it since it's something i'm already doing completely how long is it uh, the, the, each episode, yeah. it's about an hour. Wow. Yeah. Cool. An hour. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So in addition to the meditating, we're going to make this list. We'll make this list off air. You'll okay. make this list, right? Somewhere gonna good. It's going to keep it going. It's going to have travel. It's going to have love. It's going to have success in it and you're going to meditate on it. And, um, I think it's also, this is something I've said in my earlier podcast and I don't know why this is. Just, I feel like I need to say this to you, but, um, so there's no they, Hmm. I think that's a really important concept, right? So like they, they are not going to give you permission to be big, right? They are not going to, um, you know, tell you, you can't do your podcast at a certain time. They are not going to say, Elaine, if you go to South Africa, your podcast is not going to happen. <laughs> right. Because you are going to tell them that, yes, it fucking is. Right. Right. You can be riding an elephant doing a podcast if you want to. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. So just remember when you're going throughout this, too, that it's like you really have all the control in the world that you possibly need to do anything at all in the whole wide world and 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 there's also no tomorrow i mean i think it's important to plan Mm -hmm. for what's next but you it is right here it's right like it is right now like no one is gonna is gonna is gonna crown you ready to be oprah right you're just oprah right that's it girl you're just oprah her slot hasn't been filled yet exactly (laughs) i'm coming for it right (laughs) (laughs) i am the Oprah of Digital. Remember that you heard it here first. That's my what day. does that mean? 
I really love digital media, so podcasts and online and video and that kind of thing. And television, of course, is great. We all love TV. It's yeah. still one of the primary things that people watch. Um, but really looking at other ways to be able to reach people, especially globally. That's that's another reason why I want to travel. Yes. But also, as you mentioned, yes. podcasts, too, can go everywhere. It's not like 8 o'clock Thursday night in the U.S. You know what I mean? Right. It's a... Uh, so that's really what you just I gave me an idea for my vision board. Thank you. I want. I actually. Do you know? Um. So Ira Glass is sort of my. Um, yes. Right. So oh, I would love to do a live show, like a live. Creative. Yeah. Oh, yes. Well, I would love to do like a live show in a in an auditorium with a live audience answering questions. Oh yeah. Just like being put on the spot. I love and that. And doing that. That's a great idea. Yeah, that would be really, really fun. What will that look like on your vision board? Will you just look for images and see? what I do vision boards, too. Every yeah, year. I don't do those anymore. I, I need <gasps> to. I okay, So I, but, but I will tell you, I um, I don't do vision boards, but I, pro- I probably should. Um, I just find that I don't know where to keep them. Like, I, it's like a weird thing of mine. Like, I don't really want it in my living room for everyone to see. And I know some people who do them and put them away. I've, I've heard two schools yeah. of thought. I have mine up on my mirror, actually, because I feel like it's a re- of one of my mirrors, a reflection of things that I want, so I have it on the nice, mirror. Nice, like but that. Then, but other, and other people I know have it framed. I don't have it framed. Uh, then others still just, they've done it, and then they look at it, and then they put it away and have it within their space, so the energy, quote-unquote, energy of it is there, but they don't have that to That I believe in. Yeah, yeah, of course, of so course. it's different ways you can do it. I mean, if it doesn't exist, it doesn't exist, right? So, like, mm-hmm. you do, yeah, it's good visually. I I did those for a long time mm-hmm. um, to the point where I think I was sort of holding on to, like, where's my man and my horse mm-hmm. in the sunset, <laughs> you know? Like, come on, Cosmo. Um, I started getting really quiet mm. to create, actually. I, I, I... I say no to a lot of things now. I don't, I don't go out to drink as much as I used to. I don't, I don't distract myself. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. I don't distract myself. Um, and I, and I know how to say no. Like I invite things in and then if I want them, I keep them and then I let them go. And it's been a pretty quiet year for me. I work mostly from home, so I don't have to deal with a commute, which gets a little old being at home all the time. But um, the stuff I'm doing now is big. It's getting really big. With this show and other things that you're doing? With this show, with the TV show I'm producing. I have a couple concepts I'm producing. I'm dating some really fun people that, like, I'm like, I I am dating you. Oh, yeah, no, girl. I got got three or four in rotation at all times. I love it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to do another show about that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's I do a lot of my shows on dating, actually. I love dating. I think it's, like, totally fascinating and fun research. And I think I'm, like... I've been monogamous like my whole life, like uh-huh. been wanting, you know, I've been trying to like lock someone in and like start my family and like to, and now I've like completely, I, I just have this gently out there like, I want my family, mm-hmm. you know, but now the dating is just, there's like no pressure on the guys at all. I'm right. not trying to cling on to them at all. And it's freeing for And you. they all know I'm dating a bunch of people. Right. I don't, I don't lie about that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. Yeah. I remember talking to this woman at the hair salon where I go to maybe about a year ago, and we were talking about dating, and I was like, oh, it's, I wasn't in that space of things being easy yet. Right. Oh, it's so hard in New York today. And she yeah. was like, she literally said it like, I love dating. Yeah. 
And I just was like, wow, I've never heard anyone. Just, she was like, it's so fun. Even if it's bad, it's fun. It's, it's funny. <laughs> She's like, it's a story. And she just went through this whole, like, she just was so lifted by yeah. this idea of dating. And I said, you know what? I am going to encompass that now every time I think about dating. Cool. Just, I she love, put it like, in your what head. You said. Yeah. Like, yeah. What you said, like, oh, no. I see three people are just have fun and make it easy. So it, it, it is. I mean, it's uncomfortable for them, too. They don't want to, like... But that's why it's just fun, you right. know. Whatever just you fun. you go out, you have a drink with somebody, you you get to, people are interesting, you know, or not, like or she not. said, <laughs> exactly. or you have like but a really have a funny fun story. story for your friends. It's exactly. like a great, great, great story. Don't have so yeah. much riding on it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, um, yeah. I I taught a class in that too. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, okay. Want to be aware of the time because yeah. somebody is coming up behind us. So. Elaine, do you feel like you learned a couple of things? I feel like I learned a lot. I did. One, about dating, which is very important. <laughs> keep it, keep them in rotation, which is a good thing. They, um, I love recaps. Also about, uh, as you can see, you're like, so this is what we learned today on the intervention. It's, I, a, it's television, right? Tell them what they're going to see. Exactly. See it and then tell them what they, what they just saw. saw. Exactly. <laughs> I know a little bit about TV. That's the formula yeah, that we exactly. use. Exactly. So, um, as you know, and also, um, and then the idea of clearing space. Yes. So going through that and really getting over that idea of fear of being seen or what that might look like or be like. Waiting for they. We don't wait for they. They are never. Well, there is no they. Right. There right, is right. no they. Right. They is all make believe in our head. Uh, trust the angels, grace yeah. and mercy. Continue to trust the angels. Meditation and doing my list, which yes. I'm going to do on the way home. And um, what else? Yeah. That's, oh my God, that's you are so cute. You had Thank a real Levine intervention. I really did. Yay. Thank you. And also, you also taught me um, people see me. Fuck yeah, people see you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, you are I so that. seeable. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Like that should you be when part you of you your meditation or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. We're you guys go check out Elaine's website and you let her know what you think, yes, right? Say your website, do. spell your name so that people can see it because it's like I I was like, wait, how do I get my website that cool? <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Yes, it's um elainefluker.com. So E L A Y N E F as in Frank. L-U-K-E-R dot com. You can go check out everything. This the podcast, if I can say again. Yeah. It is support is sexy. It's support is sexy podcast.com. You can see all the episodes there. We've got about 42 of them up as of today. Which and, you did in uh, like two seconds. Exactly. I did it five minutes ago. <laughs> and, um, and then the last thing is elainefluker.com slash free, F-R-E-E, just to see about the program that I'm creating to really cool. empower women. So yeah, those are all the fun things that we have going well, on. Well, I hope a lot of people hop over from Levine Intervention and that you get some I really so. great clients from there. Yeah, I hope so. Thank you so much for being here. Thank I really, really, really appreciate it. I end the show by doing a, a quick little segment. Okay. Um, it's just a, it's a question. Okay. I like to do this so that we remember to have gratitude. Yes. So the question is, Elaine Fluker, what made you happy today? What made me happy today? This moment made me happy today. Yeah. Aww. Being here with you in this Thank pink you. room and your fabulous pink <laughs> oh, top. Yeah. And it's just all quite fabulous. <laughs> I love it. I'm all for it. No, honestly, being here at this moment and this space and it's such a fun location and your great energy Thank and spirit. You. And you gave actual advice. Cool. You know, this isn't the fake thing. You're the real deal. Yeah. Yeah. Cool yeah. People. yeah Take that international real, fame. Yeah. Real deal. Real deal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
honestly, yeah, this is, I'm grateful Thank for this you. moment. Thank Yay. you. Okay, now you ask me. What are you most grateful for? I am grateful for, and what made me happy today, I never think these out ahead of time. Right now what comes to mind is this really good gyro that I had for lunch. There was a street fair in my neighborhood, and I went to take the puppy for a walk in the afternoon and um i got like this really good hot lamb on my salad mm. and it was so good. <laughs> so good and okay wait a minute i have one other thing i'm sorry i have to do too i played hooky from myself today and watched the last episode of stranger things on netflix oh god what a stranger thing it is so good to watch that this weekend i only allow myself tv on the weekend oh that's a good habit i don't do that stranger things it is called stranger things with winona Ryder, um and a bunch of really cool kids and um it's like poltergeist Uh meets goonies incredibly well written with amazing themes about love and family and survival and it takes place in the late 80s it's an original series sherry barkley you're gonna love this show if you're listening you have to check it out um what it's on netflix yeah awesome i have to check it out so good it's so good um okay thank you to elise osborne my producer um engineer by the badass drew Connolly. Um, Elaine Fluker, thank you again for being here today. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. You're so sweet. Um, this is Levine Intervention. If anybody has a question or wants to come on the show or tell us how awesome this show was, you can write me at levineintervention at gmail.com. Thank you. Have a beautiful one and see you next time. Bye.